No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Solomon warns his son to keep away from the wicked path. Instead, he should control his ear, eyes, and mouth, and keep his heart with all diligence, for from the heart comes the springs of life. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 4 on Simply the Bible. I love Proverbs because they are so practical. I find that they help me in my relationships, in business, and in personal management. But everything begins in the heart. And it is the heart that Solomon takes a look at as he gives good advice to his son. We continue in Proverbs 4.14. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. Solomon warns his son, don't even think about entering the path of the wicked. Do you know that the best time to stop a bad habit is never to start? So he says, turn away from it. In other words, get away as far as possible from the way of the wicked. Now, this reminds me of a story that I heard about the Wells Fargo stagecoach days where they were looking for drivers for the stagecoaches and they interviewed people. And the question they asked was, so how close can you get to the edge of a cliff driving a stagecoach? And one person said, well, I can get as close as 50 feet. And another said, well, I can get as close as 10 feet. And the third guy said, well, I'm going to stay away from the cliff as far as I can. You can guess who got the job. We want to stay as far away from evil as we can. Now, that's wisdom, according to Solomon. Solomon says the wicked don't even sleep until they do evil. Doing evil is as natural and necessary to them as eating to a normal person. They must get in their daily quota of wickedness. There are people who actually delight in doing evil. They rejoice at the expense and the pain of others. But you want nothing to do with those people. For they eat the bread of wickedness and the wine of violence. It's what satisfies them. Verse 18, but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Now, as the sun rises in the morning and the light increases until it is brightest at high noon, so it is with the righteous. When we are first converted, there are many sins that remain. But as we are exposed regularly to the word of God by the Holy Spirit, we become aware of these sins and we confess them. And God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness so that our lives become more like his light and we become a better light to others. 
But the way of the wicked is like darkness, and they don't even know what's causing them to stumble because they can't see. Next, Solomon considers the ear, eyes, heart, mouth, and feet. Influence enters the heart through the ear and the eyes. They are the gates into our heart. The heart is like the bridge on a ship. Everything is controlled from there. Depending upon what we hear and see, the heart responds through the mouth and the feet. If we would stay on the right path, then that requires the cooperation of our senses, our heart, and our bodies. Verse 20, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Our ears are inclined to those things that we want to hear about. We tune out the things we don't want to hear. As our children were growing up, I noticed what I would call selective hearing loss. They couldn't always hear me across the house when I called them to come do their chores, but they could always hear when I called them for pizza. In the words of Paul Simon, a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. So, so Solomon is always saying, listen, my children, to my words. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. We must also fix our eyes on truth. Now, in Hebrews 12, we are told to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We say that the eyes are the windows to the soul, but they are also the gates to the heart. Whatever we permit through the eye gate imprints its image on our heart and mind. David said in Psalm 101, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. That's just a good plan. To keep God's words before our eyes requires diligence. This means our eyes are reading the Bible. We certainly won't see the words of God being manifested in the world, once we receive them in the heart, we must keep them there by meditating on them. And that's why I think scripture memorization is one of the best things we can do. Then God's words will bring eternal and abundant life to us and health to our bodies. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Now, the heart is the command center of the life. Whatever we entertain in the heart will ultimately find its way out through our mouth or direct our feet to where we want to go. If we keep our heart with all diligence, then we won't let it become defiled or corrupt. Now, imagine if your drinking water came from a fresh mountain spring. So, you built a collection pond where you could fill your drinking containers every day. But how much would you care if that water became polluted? Wouldn't you do everything you could to make sure it was pure? How much more should we diligently watch over our heart for from it spring all the issues of life, not only for us, but for everyone else that we influence? Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote, Sow a thought and you reap an action. So an act, and you reap a habit. So a habit, and you reap a character. So a character, and you reap a destiny. It all starts 
with what we think. We should all be like Daniel and his three friends who purposed in their hearts not to defile themselves. The result? God raised them up over all Babylon. Verse 24, Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Now Jesus said that from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. If there is wickedness in the heart, then sooner or later it will come out through the mouth, usually in the way of lies, slander, and perversion. Can what you say be repeated to anybody? Or do you say one thing behind a person's back and something else to his face? If what we are saying could prove embarrassing or incriminating, if we were to read it in tomorrow's newspaper and be embarrassed or ashamed, then we should probably keep our mouths shut. Better yet, get rid of the thought while it is still in the heart. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So first he says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Now there is something about keeping our eyes fixed on what is before us that is almost magical in its effect. While teaching me to drive, my dad would tell me to always look out ahead for at least 500 feet. And I still do that today. When I do this, I am much better prepared for whatever happens. If I only look one car length ahead of me, I find that I tend to weave in the lane. But if I look way out ahead, then I stay in my lane. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Stay in our lane by keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. If you continue to walk the same path you walked last week, where will your path take you a year from now? Five years from now, we should consider where our path is leading us. Are we taking wasteful detours? If our steps are according to God's word, then he will establish our feet and make us fruitful. Do not turn to the right or to the left. If our eyes are constantly fixed on the Lord, then we won't be pulled off the path by the allurements of this world, and our feet will be kept from wickedness. Good advice from Solomon to his son. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it spring the issues of life. Practically, this means doing what we are told in 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5. That is, we are to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's how we watch over our hearts with all diligence. Now, that's not easy to do. It means taking our thoughts to the Word of God and seeing, are these worthy or worthless? Judging the thoughts and the intents of our heart. Because it's from there that everything else will come. It's from there that we will determine what we say and what we do. May God help us to judge our thoughts while they are still thoughts, lest they become an unwanted destiny. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we do just thank you for these wise words in the Proverbs, words that were given from a father 
to his son. And thank you, God, that you are our father. And you tell us these things so that we will not sin and harm ourselves and others. Lord, help us to watch over our hearts with all diligence, that we will have no regrets and that we will be able to inherit all the blessings that you have for those who trust and obey. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we see where Solomon warns his son against the immoral woman who is seductive but who leads to death. Instead, he should always rejoice in the wife of his youth. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.